Hey, welcome to the Michelle Mission, Two Men, One Podcast, every black film ever made. My name is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble. And as always, I'm joined by my partner. Hey, this is Vincent Williams. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to that magical year of 1999. 1999. So fly that Prince wrote a song about yes, it. Yes, he did. Uh, but what he didn't know is that Tay Diggs, Nia Long, Morris Chestnut, and Terrence Howard, along with Monica Calhoun. Monica and- Calhoun. Can we give it up for Monica Calhoun? Yes. Okay. Sanai Lathan uh, and Harold Piranu Harold Piranu yes. would get together in 1999 to create a, I would say, romantic comedy classic. Yeah. Are you not going to mention uh, Melissa DeSosa? Do we have to? I mean, you kind of have to. I don't really think you have to. I mean, I will mention that this was written and directed by Malcolm Lee. Okay. I will mention that it was produced by Spike Lee. Yeah. I will mention that the name of the movie is The Best Man. All right. And I will mention that The Best Man is brought to us today on this stop on the Michelle Mission by our guest from Philly Cam's very own Millennial High. Yeah. Uh It is... Tia Shasha High. Hey, Hey. Tia. Hey. What's up? I'm loving it here already. I think the mic just turned on, but we had a lot of fun off the mic. Oh, so I can't the wait for this always conversation. The mic is the on. Mic? <laughs> yes. Wait, the mic was on? Oh, yes. Oh, the mic is always on. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. No. The mic is always on. I mean, now some of that may have to make its way to Michelle After Dark. Yes, I think a lot of it will have to make its way to Michelle After Dark. Thank you, Lynn. You're welcome, Tia. <laughs> Thank you. For bringing the best man to this stop on the Michelle Mission. Yes. I love this movie. It's my favorite movie. It came out when I was in high school and I watched it my freshman and senior, no, freshman, sophomore year of college because I went to an all girls college and it was absolutely nothing to do. (laughs) (laughs) I watched a movie in the community room every single day. I did. I don't. I don't know if they're going to let you be on a commemorative Blu-ray. <laughs> I watched it every day. It was nothing else to do. <laughs> no, but I loved it. No, it was because I loved it. I only watch movies that I absolutely love over and over again, and I can watch it the fifth time like it's the first time, basically. Okay. I love this movie. Right. Well, well, we'll get into the movie. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll get into it, and we'll get into yours and Vince's feeling about Melissa D'Souza. Um, because I want to understand what the what the magic is. But before we hey, do that, I didn't say it was magic. I just thought it was noteworthy you didn't mention her. Before we get into that, I will mention Regina Hall's in this movie. Yes, Lord. Yes. <laughs> okay. Candy. Yes. Mm. Boom. 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 It's Boom. like Boom. candy. Anyway, before we go there, before we go there, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into all of the feedback that we've gotten from each and every one of you uh, that hits us up on Twitter and Facebook at Michelle Mission. Um, Also, members of our Facebook group and emails us at Michelle Mission at gmail.com. Like Sabria Hafiz, who uh, wrote us in response to our review of All Night Long last week uh more specifically however she wrote to us about our conversation about j-lo and her tribute to motown at the grammy awards were you, you did you see this tia did you see jennifer I, lopez i did yeah it, 
Yeah. I don't know. It's okay. That's our feeling. Uh, Sabria goes, <laughs> hey, guys. So I have just one comment regarding your intro about J-Lo's unfortunate tribute to Motown. Mm. I agree, of course, that it was beyond unfortunate she was chosen instead of the amazing great black singers and entertainers who have been who would have been much better. But one disagreement where Vince pointed out there is no black woman candidate who is also viewed as mediocre oh, yeah. as Jennifer, but who is also as famous, I unfortunately disagree. I, Sabria says, am the biggest Rihanna fan on planet Earth. Oh. I think she is perfect. But. Oh, no. She is not the greatest singer. Oh. Or actress. Oh. But she is wildly famous. Yes, she and is. And rich. Mostly because she is so cool. Yes. Every brand she touches sells out immediately. Her makeup line and collabos with River Island sell out instantly. She is a brand dot 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 but dot 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 talented traditionally speaking. I don't think so. Just my opinion. But again, I take her over J-Lo any day love your forever fan sabria oh well i agree i don't think rihanna is that talented of a singer either right she's not i love rihanna but she's not the best singer no she's not i mean yeah and, and i don't think she makes any bones about it i mean right you now she's not she doesn't claim to be she's right right she's a brand her. right yeah. yeah and part of maybe part of the reason why if she was asked to do the Motown thing, she might have said, you know, I don't think I'm the one you want. Right, right, I right. I feel yes. like it would date her. I don't think, like, like um, it would age her. To do no, to do a uh, tribute to Motown? Yeah. Really? Mm. Why, why, I do. Why do you say that? Because she's, she's for, like, the 30 and under, like, crowd, I feel. So I think this Motown tribute was really for those who knew the music. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Interesting. I don't, yeah. And I, this, this generation coming up now, they don't, they don't know. They will love Rihanna, but they're like, what songs is she singing? Like, what is this? Oh, I don't know about that. I think the Motown songs, um, what are, songs did JLo sing anyway? I don't remember. Well, I didn't see it. Oh, I, yeah. So I don't I know what Wait, you didn't see it? No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't no, see it. No. I saw clips of it, but but I can't to, to to bring to mind exactly what she's saying. Yeah, I, I, I even forget, and I saw it. I don't remember. Yeah, well, I, yeah. that I hate watch things, but there are some things that my blood pressure. <laughs> I just you know. But I think not the mo- for one moment was I, I think Motown that. songs for the most part, a lot of their catalog, mm-hmm. certainly not all of it. But I think a lot of Motown songs have uh, permeated pop culture in pretty much every generation. The same way that the songs of many of the songs of the Beatles, the songs of Michael Jackson. Even Mm -hmm. if you just see them in commercials and stuff. Yeah. Which I think, you know. Right. I think a lot of people. see them in movies. Right, or in animated movies. Right, I understand that. But what I'm saying is just that it's her age and her fan base and the songs that she's singing, it doesn't, it, it's not, it's not her brand. Like we're saying that Rihanna's a brand. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I can't see Rihanna doing a Motown, Motown reunion, like well, concert I can't or something. Like, you know, like she's not going to, she's not going to do that until well, maybe when she's 36, 
she might. But I don't know. not right now. Well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, I I certainly wouldn't see her doing like you know putting out an album of Motown. But on the Grammy Awards, she you know, maybe doesn't have an album to pop. But you know, I can see her being asked. I also see her being smart enough to say no. I'm not the person for this. Right. right. But I, I can suspect see her... a lot of people turned it down. Right. I can right. see. I can see her being being asked. Um, but what I will come uh, uh, come back at Sabria about is that and I, I I am a Rihanna fan. I don't I don't you know kneel at the altar of her but I'm but I am a fan mm-hmm. of hers. And I will say that she has won me over for the most part as an actress. She's not the greatest actress in the world. Right. No, she's not. However, I thought that for the most part her voice work in uh, and I just drew a blank. Oh uh, was that home? Yeah, in home. She wasn't bad at home. I thought she wasn't, she wasn't bad, bad at, home. at home. That's true. Um, and I do, I actually liked her in Ocean's Eight. I did not see. I actually Ocean's just 8. saw Ocean's Eight, and well, and I enjoyed the movie a, a great deal, and I enjoyed her. Did in you it. like Ocean's Eight? I did like Ocean's. I Eight. I thought it was boring. You know, I have a Sandra Bullock rule. So what's, what's your that? Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Oh, I don't see Sandra. Bullock oh, that's movies. right. Because you of don't? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't watch Sandra Bullock movies so. because of uh, what's this called? What's that movie? Oh, The Blind Side. The Blind Side. Yeah. You didn't like the blind side? Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so many magic white people helping so many helpless Negroes. It just... But wait a minute. It was a true story. I know. You know what else is a true story? The thousands upon thousands upon thousands of black people who raised their children. Oh, I see what you're saying. I understand what you're getting at. Yeah. Okay, point taken. So, I don't, I don't, I don't do magic white people. Point okay, but okay. unless okay. they're actually wizards, but you didn't like, like I do like Harry Potter. <laughs> like let's be clear, like I do magicians and vampires. Right? No, right. we don't do. Right, 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 right. We don't do. But regular random magic white women magic saving pixie dust vampires. Yes, yeah, street Negroes that need help. I don't do those magic white people. Okay, but like you- I need white people to actually do spells. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. But okay. you, but you're gonna blame Sandra Bullock on that? I mean, absolutely, because it's it it's a project she chose. Okay. So that tells me, and it's a project she didn't have. Like she was at a point in her career where she could pick and choose mm-hmm. what she wanted to be involved with. Yeah. And the fact that she chose that tells me a lot about her sense of aesthetics and what her is- value system and her ethics. So just to kind of save time. I know that anything that she chooses to be in, the odds are it's going to be something that I don't really mess with that much. And that rule has worked out really, really well. <laughs> like, like you're arguing with me, but like it, it works. Not even, okay, say you don't have to pay for the movie. You're sitting at home and you're watching TV and a Sandra Book movie comes out. Like, you wouldn't see it. Is even this, if it was free, you wouldn't see it. Is this a home that, is it my home, the one with the Xbox and books? <laughs> All right, fine, <laughs> Like, whatever. is this a different home? <laughs> like, do I live on an island? Like, with a TV that only shows Sandra Bullock movies? I uh, like Sandra Bullock. But, you know, the blind, maybe because she adopted uh Black child. I know. Maybe that's why she chose that movie. It was I kind know. Of like similar to her life. I know. I know so many black children being raised by black people, though. So many. Actually, I'm curious. I'm curious. Actually, Where do you stand on Keanu Reeves? Oh, I like Keanu Reeves. Really? Well, I, he's done movies. No, 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 no. Where? No, no, no. 
I'm case by case with Keanu Reeves. So why can't you be case by case with Sandra Bullock? Because you're Sandra blaming Bull- her on one movie. No, Miss because she chose that movie. What movie are you talking about with Keanu Reeves? Well, he's a football coach of the kids. I have no Wait, idea what, what you're that? talking about. It was a, he was a football coach with a with um. When was this? Not too long ago, when he when he could have made because it was Are you after sure the Matrix. I'm positive it was Keanu Reeves. I'm looking up Keanu Reeves movies right now. It must have been in between like John Wick. Is John Wick one and two? But no, it wasn't between John. Let's, Wick. let's <laughs> be clear. Uh, uh, Bill and Ted in the Matrix bought him so much goodwill with me. I love the Matrix. Of course, oh, wow. you love the Matrix. Oh my gosh. That was just made me see the world in a different way. Well, we've learned. <laughs> okay. I mean, hell, what's eating Gilbert Grape bought him a lot of goodwill. He wasn't. He wasn't in what's eating the world. Gilbert Grape. No, that wasn't him. That was Johnny Depp. That was Johnny Depp. Oh, that's Johnny. And Leonardo DiCaprio. I love Johnny Depp. Where's Johnny, Johnny Depp? Depp? Am I allowed to like Johnny Depp? Not really. Yeah. Okay. But, no. Fine. No. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You just walked into some. <laughs> Some yeah. problematic. I said, you better leave Johnny Depp alone. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you better go back to Edward on Twilight. <laughs> Johnny Depp, is that's the wrong one. Hey, they don't if, know about Edward and Twilight. The if mic it's taking you this my... long to find the movie, it's not parallel it to the blind exist. side. I th- no, it is. I mean, it might exist, but again, it's not the blind a side. Football coach? I don't remember him being I'm going to find coach. it. Like, you're digging this hard. He needed a job. <laughs> Maybe. Right. That's right. There's a difference between I need a job and I have, you know, I can choose a project. Oh, the replacements? No, that's the replacements. The replacements oh. is like the, the, the scab. We are eating players. up so much time <laughs> with know. this. Yeah, because we got to talk about The Best Man. I love that movie. I know. Give me, pump your brakes. Pump your brakes for just two seconds. We've. Pumped our like we've actually come to a full stop for minutes now, waiting for you it to find this movie. It doesn't exist. I think it does exist. Like I vaguely remember it, but again, I vaguely remember. If Google all can't find it, it doesn't exist. I can't find a movie. Google can't find hey, it. I can't find a movie. Somebody's going. Somebody write to me. Yes. About the movie. Okay. It's not the same rule though. And again, the rule works. There's not been a Sandra Bullock film that I've missed that I've went back and said, "Oh, I can't believe I didn't see that." Wait, what? I have to re-examine my rule. No, what about um the lake house? (laughs) What? (laughs) Wait. I love that. Are you on my side or Lynn's side (laughs) of this argument? I'm I'm on the side of I'm trying to think of a movie that she was in that's actually really good. There's a lot she's been a lot of good movies. I like I liked Oceans Eight. I like Heat with Melissa McCarthy. She was very funny in that. Oh yeah, I remember was that kind of. No, she was. She was. That was actually a funny movie. She was good in it. Was it? Yes. And I think she was one of the better things in Crash. I forgot about Crash. Crash doesn't help. Crash. No, true. Crash. It's true. Crash. <laughs> aged terribly ten minutes after. Oh, true. it's and called Hardball. Hardballs. That's it. Yes. Yes. What year was that? No, it's not plural. It's just one ball. Yes. Hardball. Hardball. What year is it? 2001. 2001. 2001, Keanu Reeves was this close to working at Home Depot. No, that's not (laughs) true. That's not true. That's not true. No, it wasn't 
true. Because the Matrix, the Matrix, the Matrix is 1999. Right, yeah. and he was already After. signed up for Hardball in 1999 when he was like the third person asked <laughs> to be in the Matrix I because was... they couldn't find anybody to be in their crazy ass Bruh. movie. Did you see Will Smith talking about why he didn't take like? I, I yes. think, and I think it's a bit of revisionist history. Yes, but yeah, I do yeah, believe you, be, you believe in that. No. I do believe you they believe were, in blue face Will Smith. No, no, no. I believe their wacky asses showed up saying doing wacky stuff, talking about you have to understand, and really it takes place in your mind. <laughs> I bet they were bad pitchers. I bet it was a bad pitch. <laughs> okay. And then they ended up with Keanu Reeves, and he stumbled <laughs> into this fantastic movie, just like he stumbled into John Wick. I think he fits John he Wick. Didn't stumble oh, he John stumbled Wick. into John no, Wick. No, he didn't. No, what do you mean he stumbled into it? John he Wick. There's that no... was developed. He de- helped develop that. Yeah, and there's no way John Wick should have been as good as it is. Why? On paper. No, on paper. Like when you. Why not? Because it's an assassin. Yes. And it's a bunch of assassins. Yes. Like it actually sounds like something that um. It sounds like a video game. Yes, it sounds like a video True. game. And doesn't isn't that a great idea for a movie. Well, a so video- is The Matrix. The Matrix is a video game. No, it's not because it's in your mind. Oh, Jesus. And it's philosophies. <laughs> anyway, what, what no, I did not see Ocean's 8. But what is wrong with that it being in your mind? Oh, no, being- I love The Matrix. Oh. I'm just saying when you explain it, it doesn't really capture the spirit of why it was so good. On paper, it doesn't sound like it's going to be good. What? And the then soundtrack you see John Wick was amazing. I love that. I love house music and EDM. Sorry. I, I, I love everything about John Wick. Oh, I love so John Wick. I, I, oh, I, I love didn't see John- two, though. I didn't see oh, it's, it's really I good. I got to see it. Two well, because better. I have a daughter. I can't watch everything in front of her, so you I have to. You can, I'm not watching that your daughter movie is, with her. Your, your daughter is, is, you know, we're not going to give her, her government out here, but she's 13, I think, right? Yeah. She's 13. Does she can watch John Wick. I'm not. I'm not. Well, no. does she sleep? Does she sleep? Yeah, but then I'm doing other stuff. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hence, hence the choker around her neck, <laughs> which was covered on. I don't know how you have time to watch the Sandra Bullock movies because I can see them in front of her. I can see them with her. Oh, oh, I see. So you watch films, you can watch in front of your dog, and then when she goes to sleep, the real action starts. Mm-hmm. Got it. That's Isn't when we, that every that's when we go to everywhere? the back of the lake house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm, whatever. Whatever. Whatever you want. Listen, it's I'm not all saying right anything. with me. <laughs> so anyway, where were we? J Lo. We were at J Lo. That's the entire conversation. Right, Rihanna and all right. So so all right. So yeah. And then you were on. talking about Rihanna and right. then Ocean's you Eight. She was and I'm Ocean's like, eight. and then yeah. I had the temerity to say I didn't see Ocean's Eight. And then like, you yeah, we derailed. Did you, did you watch the Ocean's movies? I love the Ocean's movies. You should see Ocean's Eight. I'm not watching Ocean's Eight. You should see Ocean's Eight. I'm not watching Ocean's Eight. I thought it was boring. Why did you think it was boring? It was was so so boring. It was nothing like any of the Ocean Eleven or like I don't know. I just thought it was boring. I think it's actually better than actually better than three. I actually don't think I like anyone in Ocean's Eight. Oh yes, you do. Yes, you yes you do, Vince. Who do I like in Ocean's Eight? You don't like Kate Blanchett? No. What? You don't like Kate Blanchett? She is all that, Vince. She, she is, is all case that. by case. No, really? she, what is, you, 
this case by case. She's all right. No, she, she <laughs> is good. Like, she's not getting me to a movie. Oh my god. No, Vince. I won't. Uh, she won't bring me to a movie. Yeah, right she's not now, bringing no. me to. You don't a like movie? Anne Hathaway? I do like Anne Hathaway, but not enough to get me to a movie. Oh, Vince. No, I could see that movie. I saw Ocean's Eight with my daughter. If you I saw thought it was Ocean's Eight with your daughter. You, she can see John Wick too. No, but John, Ocean's 8, there's no shooting yeah, and yeah, killing and murder and intense. people slicing throats and blood splattering. And, and all of that is in John Wick 2. Exactly. Maybe. No, Maybe. No, I... no, no, no. It actually is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a bit. Does she play video games? No. Oh. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, What's the Why are you trying like to convince me. her She's like to take me. her 13-year-old to see John Wick? I know. How is this if the it's hill rated you're R. It's a rated R. I'm is not saying, yes. No, maybe. No, I'm no, not taking is. her to see okay. a rated R movie. That's right. All right. <laughs> you can't see it. So she hasn't seen Deadpool. I have a sensitive child. No, she has not. Has she seen any, like, superhero movie? Yeah. The ones that aren't R-rated and have ultra murder in them. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right. Wow. Okay. Thanks. I'm not coming to you for parental advice. Hey, my daughter's doing fine. I'm sure she is. And I took her to see Blade 2. But Blade was a. Was it? Oh, no. Blade was bad. Was it? Yes. Oh, two. I don't remember two. <laughs> but you know what? I think I saw Blade when it was on TV and when TV wasn't oh. allowed to show, like, oh, no. Right. No. violence no. and no. cursing. You haven't seen Blade and... then true then probably not then i've just saw when i was yeah on tv never watch a movie on tv that's all i was allowed to watch you know i was raised in a strict household really were you yes like how like super strict yeah so i grew up with joe's witness so i was not allowed to oh that's now you're starting to get it (laughs) 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 shoot stop So, no. So, those movies, I we didn't go to. The, like, my mom took me out of the theater when I was little. We went to go see Supergirl or something like that. And she was like, it's demonized. And then she, like, pulls out the movies. Wow. I know. That's what I was like when I was little. So, right oh, one, now. One of my boys grew up, and, and he, he couldn't listen to Earth, Wind, and Fire. What? Seriously, I couldn't watch the Smurfs. Said, his, his like, I couldn't. It was, it, was, it was demons. I'm telling. So no. So those movies I did not see unless they came on TV and it was like heavily edited. Okay. So and I guess maybe that's why I'm raising my daughter kind of. I mean, she can see stuff, but I'm not taking her to see a rated R movie. Now her dad, on the other hand, completely different. She watches movies with him. She could have saw Blade. I don't know with him, but not with me. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Let's continue. Yes. Uh, we got a review, Vince. We got a new iTunes review. Oh, very nice. Well, no, it is very nice, regardless of what they said. Well, they it, cared enough to review us. It is from George Kimona. Hey, what's up, George? Mission accepted. Five stars. Thank you, sir. Len and Vince bring intellect and humor to an aspect of movie culture that needs talking about. This is definitely one of those journeys over destination podcast that more people need to listen to thanks george appreciate that yeah thank you very oh, much that was, george. that was nice that was, yeah, that was george dope. is a friend of the show yes a tr- true and blue true blue missionary yes mm-hmm. so before we get into um our movie review tia you do a show that is on 
Philly Cam Radio, WPPM 106.5 FM here in Philadelphia and New Jersey. I believe it airs on Sunday afternoons. Is that yep, correct? Sunday from 12 to 1. Millennial High. Millennial High. What's that? All, all right. About? What is that? Yeah. So it's for the trend setting millennial looking for motivation, inspiration, and deep conversation. Mm. I love having guests on my show who want to provoke others. Yeah provoke others to think a little bit differently about themselves and the world around them. You know, not so much boggled down into the negativity of life, which is okay, you know, it happens, but how can they prevail or how can they uh, just overcome mm-hmm. Rise above a that, that negative a situation. Exactly. Like, how can they, like, go beyond the veil of, like, mm-hmm. this drama that's happening in the world right now? Wow. So yeah, Very and nice. like I love and like it's it's interesting that the people that gravitate to my show heavily are women. And um of course, I don't know why that is. I would love to have more men on my show, but it's just women, just a lot of women that just Well, you got to invite guys on your show. That's right, it's, it's I guess. Easier. That that is usually when we show up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll do that. Are there refreshments? Exactly. Wings. I was just about to say, uh, invitation and wings usually wings. gets it done. Yeah, you guys come on. Wings? No, no wings. But what I like to do is after the show. You're very adamant about what do you have against wings? She's like, no, wings? no wings. No wings. <laughs> no, it's messy. And like, you can't bring that into the studio. You know that, Lynn. That's very true. So, but there's a restaurant and down the street. never contraband in the studio. <laughs> there's a restaurant down the street with the, like, an amazing brunch that I tend to go to with my guests <laughs> after the show. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's because cool. you can have all you can drink mimosas for like 25 bucks. Mm, nothing like a all you can drink mimosas. Yeah. We were just here's a question. Uh-huh. Have you ever gotten tipsy off of mimosas? <laughs> I actually it's a champagne drunk and it's a little bit different right. than like a a liquor or wine. Right, because you yeah, have to drink a lot of it. You can actually like um function. Function in the world. Right. So okay. you're not actually <laughs> Drunk. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, but you get like a nice buzz. You mm-hmm. get like tipsy, and it's of it. nice. Yeah. And you're drinking, out, and then like you can grow throughout the day with a smile on your face. Johnny Mathis <laughs> was an alcoholic, and he drank champagne. Really? I just wanted to. You just wanted. To bring <laughs> I just wanted to bring back. But I prefer. Back. I would love to just all. If I could just drink champagne, that's what I would do because you don't get like you don't get a hangover. You don't. It's I don't know. You just feel differently than drinking liquor or wine. Well, Johnny Mathis was an alcoholic, and that's just how much <laughs> champagne he was drinking. So, you, so you're an alcoholic? Is this like a no, oh, not okay. at all? I no. thought that was like a, no, 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 no. We were that's a callback. We were talking about Johnny Mathis a few he's, episodes ago. He's got this thing with Johnny Mathis and champagne. Why? How are you an alcoholic off of champagne? You know how much champagne you got to drink. To how much champagne are you drinking? Is that all? Maybe that's it wasn't. All, maybe no. it was like he like put vodka in the champagne bottle. All he and, drank like, was people champagne. People thought it was champagne. He, his, his drink of choice was champagne. That's it, champagne. So why was he an alcoholic? Because that's how much he drank, <laughs> and he had to go to he had to go to rehab because he was an alcoholic. Wow. And he had to admit that his drink of choice was champagne. That's, That's all. I didn't mean to throw us up. I just, you brought up mimosas. What's yeah, your drink well, of choice? Is it is it champagne? Mimosas? 
40s? <laughs> no, I like whiskey. All right, now. <laughs> oh, you're talking Vince's yeah, language all right, now. right, now. What you drink, girl? Yeah, I don't know. what I like honey whiskey. Don't laugh at me. Uh, well, you're a on lady. On the rocks. You're a lady. Yeah, I we'll, like honey whiskey on the rocks. That's I. I we'll allow it. Okay, fine. Thank you. We'll allow for that. Any particular Thank brand? <sighs> no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Whatever. Hence the choker. Whatever. <laughs> no, no. My actually, falls asleep. I just drink some honey whiskey on the rocks. You know what's so the funny? Back I of the lake house. Whatever. <laughs> I can't drink at home. I cannot drink at home with her. like I can't if what? there's because it's just me. Because you her. fight when you get when you. Because <laughs> there's nobody right, to fight. Nobody to fight when I'm an angry drunk right. and there's nobody to fight. I like to fight when I drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I just I just don't. A social drinker. I'm a social drinker. Okay. Yeah. Unlike Johnny Mathis, who is drinking oh, champagne by himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we've had enough fun. <laughs> yeah, like champagne flutes tucked all around the house. <laughs> he like go out in the shed in the back and drink champagne. All right, I'm sorry. Let's get into our <laughs> review of 1999's The Best Man. We'll be right back with our movie review after we step to these messages. Black Podcast. What happens when two HBCU graduates get together with their differing points of view to create a podcast? You get On My Grown, where two millennials come together to discuss the confusion, the struggles, and the comedy that comes with adjusting to adulthood. Discussing everything from corporate America to dating to keeping a little change in their pocket. Check out Rodney and Melanie every week on On My Grown, the podcast. Available on onmygrown.com, SoundCloud, and any place that you find podcasts. Remember, support Black Podcasts. Harper, why'd you really leave your girl at home this weekend? Because I wanted to hang out with the guys. You know, cut up with the boys before she came. <laughs> mm-hmm. When Harper Stewart agreed to be the best man at his best friend's wedding... Oh, Harper, hey. what's up, there, baby? Harper! It was a reunion of old friends. Well, well, well. The gang's all here back in effect. Break out the 40s. But before the happy couple can walk into the future, I'm gonna go blind just looking at it. They'll all have to confront. You read my book? No. The secrets of their past. Jordan has my book. Quentin has my book. So you read my book too. You dog. We're talking about fictitious accounts of, of experiences that I've gone through. Ooh. That book being around this weekend brought back some wild memories. If they're reading it right. Don't make me hurt you. Jordan, good girls never tell. Nothing short of a miracle is going to protect the guilty. You don't think that Mia's ever tippy-toed out the door on you once. I'm the first. 
the last and the only. Really. Universal Pictures presents. You have no idea the amount of ignorant mess we're about to get into right now. Tell these country ass Negroes that we ain't serving no ham at this wedding. God did not intend for us to be with just one person. Jordan's the best girlfriend you never had. Have you ever actually had sex like that for real? Well, not exactly, but close. Well, where can a sister get some from? You know how many single honeys be at weddings? Nice boxers. I thought you were strictly a briefs man. My wild oats are soft. Marriage is gonna curb that appetite for more women. In what world? <laughs> Tay Diggs, Nia Long, and Morris Chestnut. My hormones are raging out of control. I'm emotional. Good night. The best man. Can we at least hold each other? Best Man, a 1999 romantic comedy drama written and directed by Malcolm D. Lee, produced by 40 Acres and a Mule Filmworks with Lee's cousin Spike Lee serving as producer. It stars Tay Diggs and Nia Long. Uh, The film centers around Harper Stewart, played by Diggs, who is a writer living in Chicago with his free-spirited girlfriend Robin, played by Sanai Lathan. The movie opens when Harper, um, it then takes place with Harper having to go to the wedding of his best friend, football star Lance, played by Morris Chestnut, and revolves around a Harper's book, Unfinished Business, which knowingly, unknowingly reveals some secrets from their college life. This movie also stars along with Morris Chestnut, Harold Perrineau, Sanai Lathan, as mentioned, Monica Calhoun, Regina Hall, um, somebody named Melissa D'Souza, and in a career-defining role, Terrence Howard. How about that? In this movie that our guest Tia of Millennial High has announced is her favorite movie of all time, fair to say? Close, close, close. Okay. I, I do have another, but okay, we'll get to that at the end, okay. at the end of uh, end of things. But uh, this was your selection for this yeah. stop on the Michelle mission, Tia. What does the best man mean for you? I love it. Actually, I saw it again today while I was at work. Should I say that? <laughs> Depends on where you work. I know. <laughs> you know, well, like no, a surgeon, I code. I code. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> so I can. I listen to it, and it just brings back just great memories. It's mm-hmm. so. I just like how easy, like flowing it is, and I love seeing people who look like me who aren't getting shot or drug addicted. <laughs> like. like <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So they're normal people doing normal things, and it makes that me bar. feel good. <laughs> I love it, and is this is what I drugs? No, he's not. <laughs> is she on drugs? No, nobody she's not was on drugs. Nobody was on drugs, and nobody was an alcoholic drinking <laughs> champagne either. So we're fine with that. Um, but no, I loved it, and this is the time when I used to love Tay Diggs. I used to love Tay Diggs. Mm. Fair. Oh my god. Good looking man. Yes, I loved him. So this movie was just like my movie. This is the movie that began my um love hate relationship with Tay Diggs. What do you Interesting. mean? Interesting. Well, because 
Um, I think this probably introduced me to Tay Diggs for the most part. And and I enjoyed him. He's a very charismatic, very good actor. And I think, um, I think on a whole, this film represents some of the best acting of many members in this yes. cast. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So I and and I enjoyed Tay Diggs in this film a great deal. However, Tay Diggs in this film was asked to have chemistry with Nia Long, and. I was upset because he does. And No, you're a hater. <laughs> yes. That is the technical term. Now, now were you finished? Like you you took like you took off Lynn has triggers. So oh, just, does he? Oh, because just, I just, said Tay Diggs. No, no, just understand it. This Nia Long situation. Oh, I love Nia Long. Oh, you and, don't love her as much as Linda. Oh, I'm sure. So, so. We love her in different ways, right, I'm right. sure. So you so you love Tay Diggs. Mm-hmm. What else do you love about the film? Oh, besides Nobody's on drugs. <laughs> Tay Diggs. I love the character. So I love Quentin, which is Terrence Howard's character, actually. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was the realest character. And I and I he reminded me of myself. Like I didn't know that when I used to love the movie back in college, but I realized that I'm kind of like him a little bit. We're just going from career to career to career, mm-hmm. not really oh, okay. wanting to commit to anything really. Okay. Um but yeah, so I love that. I love the scenes. Uh, the one my favorite scene is when they introduce Quentin and he's playing the guitar because I love music. Yeah, mm, I mm-hmm. love the guitar, so I'm like, yes. You know, I think I believe Terrence Howard learned how to play the guitar for, for that, that scene. Role. Oh, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, for that I, scene, I kind of figured yeah. that. Yeah, I love music, so that was a good one. And I love the female characters. Okay, I think okay. they're respectable. And no, you're laughing out, but it's it's true. Even Candy, the stripper, I love her too. <laughs> No, it's, it's, her body's amazing, but it's just like I like how even with her, you know, she still kind of kept her head up no matter what she did. Mm-hmm. You know, she was a college student, she had money, and she still kept it together. So I like that too. I don't know. I just love the movie. Like I feel like it made me laugh. It makes me think about relationships and commitment, mm-hmm. and um, and I love Nia Long from Soul Food. I used to lo- like I right. wanted to dress like her and from that movie like I would always like she wore these like little hat things that I tried to find and mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. I what do else? remember. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, we've talked about soul food. We, even we're fans. This, this movie um, now I like the style of the women and their makeup and their hair. There, mm. I, I really tried to fashion. My, I really love this movie. I'm now I'm thinking about like wow. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of things like the lip color, and I know yeah. I know it's yeah. interesting, but it's kind of, or maybe not interesting to men. No, to hear. no, 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 no. But I feel like there were some fashion statements made in that movie too that yes. no one really talks about. Um, but I think that movie, along with the um, Love Jones, were two films oh, that of those their times like just really permeated into the culture, into right. the from, culture. Di- from different ways yeah. via the music via the fashion mm-hmm. right via the 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 characters that they're drawn how they're drawn in their relationships right. with them um via the story um because those were the, those films are the benchmarks for like the 90s early 2000s people right. just yeah. tried to just recreate right both yeah. of those movies all at the same time you with the best of, Best man, Vince. Well, I, I think 
Well, first of all, just just to pick up where where you left off, I think in a lot of ways, the best man, along with Love Jones, because I completely agree with you, kind of played the same role with young black people Mm -hmm. that Sex in the City did with white people. Yeah. Where it really presented this urban life that Mm -hmm. young people at the time aspired towards. Mm Mm-hmm. And continue to like, like you said, you were in high school when you mm. saw it, and and I think it's, you know, first of all, it's a it's a bulletproof film, it's a bulletproof film, like it's a type of film that that comes along periodically that we talk about that you know we're going to talk about it, we're going to critique it, but in a lot of ways, it's uncritiquable, if that's a word, mm-hmm. because it arrived so confidently and so fully formed. Mm-hmm. That I remember, you know, we're older than than you are, but I remember when it came out. It seemed like it had always been out. Okay. Like this was a film that was a classic film immediately. Yeah, and and Malcolm Lee's direction is so confident. Mm-hmm. And 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 considering that, this is his directorial debut, is it? This yeah. is debut. All of the actors in here had, you, you know, they had acted before, but they're still fairly young. In their careers, and yeah, because yeah. I was actually surprised that this was really Nia Long's first starring vehicle. Oh, oh, you, you know, it's it's hmm. definitely within the first two three films yeah. for all of them. Yeah, you know, two three, you know, Harold, Harold Pirino, Terrence Howard, uh, even Tay Diggs. When you look at his film career as as a leading man, and, right. and you know, frankly, in, in a black film like this, and and. Again, they're so confident, they're so fully formed. Yeah, that is a type of movie that that I have to say, it, it's it. I, I kind of approached it when I watched it. It's almost like you listen to, you know, appropriately enough. We were talking about J Lo earlier. Like like I'll listen to a Stevie Wonder. I'm like I'll listen, you know, like Talking Book, and just listen to the drums, right? Because you know it's this Mm -hmm. so you know let me just focus on that Mm -hmm. and i think what i really took from it today is there is this crunch underneath it there is this crunch underneath it like like you know we we talked about quentin's character who as you said is this very kind of straightforward character you you know you you know he's he's sort of um you know he's the wild card if you will but there is this real tension in the relationship between Harper and Lance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I give Malcolm Lee so much credit for how masterfully he he threads it through right. without becoming distracting. Yeah. And and you know, obviously we'll, we'll talk about the best man holiday a little bit as we but but you know, when you look at the best man holiday, he kind of he, he kind of unfurls unfur, it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Even late. but you, you know, I, I I like the female characters. I'm, I have a soft spot for Monica Calhoun. Don't ask me why. She's just one of these actresses that I always liked. And I've, you know, I've always felt a little bad that she didn't have more to do right. in this film. But, you know, Sanai Lathan is, you, you know, I like Sanai Wait, Monica, Lathan. Monica, that's Mia, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Mia. Sorry. No, no, no. And, no, and, go. Go. Go ahead. Oh. Mia's the only character that annoyed me. Really? Yes. 
Oh my god, I couldn't stand it. Like I felt like, why are they treating her like she's so fragile? It was just like she was like this rose that couldn't be plucked, like mm. like this flower that was just sitting there like unscathed. Like I just didn't understand it. I'm like, why doesn't anyone tell her? Listen, your fiance knows that you slept with his best friend. Like I felt like that was dirty. And but but I understand. Like the and see, I have a I have a there's something that. About this movie, like I felt, I understand. At first, you want to hate Lance because, like, he's cheating on her all of the time. Mm -hmm. And my thing is, why did she stay in the first place? Mm -hmm. I did not feel sorry for her one bit at all. Like, that's just me. I feel like she should have left. And she should have been with either Harper or somebody else. Like, I don't see how you can, if he's sleeping with all those women that they said that he was sleeping with, why are you still there? I don't understand it. But fine. So the ultimate revenge was to sleep with his best friend because she never had to sleep with anybody else ever again. She only had to sleep with his best friend because anytime he cheated, she can go back like, oh, I slept with your man. I slept with your best friend. I slept with your best friend. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I feel like I don't understand why they treated her like such a fragile little flower the entire movie. It was so, and even at the end, even in the end, I felt like someone should have told her. That's just me. I felt like someone should have told her what the deal is. He knows the wedding should have been called off as far as I was concerned. Really? Yes. Oh, that's extreme. That's, that's, that's I think extreme. there should have. I think I love this movie so much. But honestly, because even when and I forgot that the, the, the scene at the wedding when he's reading the vows and he's seeing like flashes. Seeing flashes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That, that is pretty intense. That I will is give intense. The, yes. Yes. And so I love the part. So that was intense. I'm like, wow. Like, wow. The yeah. fact that he could still do that yeah see but but here here's where i push back on you a little bit yeah um i'm as far as the narrative of the movie i'm not quite sure whether or not we are to know that she implicitly knows that he cheated on her all those times he did she did because remember that tay dick's character says uh, when he has a flashback and Lance runs to the room. He's like, oh, pray with me, brother. Da, da, da. Right. And he says, oh, she found out about the honeys at the da, 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 this place. And she found out about. And then he's like, well, you know, she found out about the girls at this place. So she knew that he was cheating. Yeah, okay, she so knew she knew he was dirty. Right. Yeah. All right so like she, real dirty. Like well, real she dirty. He, she knows he was real dirty. Okay. All right. So, But she knew he was dirty. She also knew that for whatever. Okay. For whatever reason, she chose to. Um, forgive him. And you can argue whether or not she she should have, you know, um, you can argue, some might even argue her motives on why she did, because she saw this guy who was a football star, and like, I'm gonna stick this in, stick in there because, hey, this is the ticket. I don't know. Um, but, to me, accepting that she, accepting that she bought in on, bought into that, right? And then accepting, if we are to accept that from roughly that point on or maybe not long after he let up on all of that and was devoted to her, which is kind of alluded there. There's a little murkiness as far as the time. Of, mm -hmm. uh, right. No, I, I think there is a little he, bit of murkiness. No, no. 
He but he said because if you take because the line when they're playing poker mm-hmm. when spades. He, they were playing spades. Oh, they were playing spades. Oh yeah, they were playing spades. Yeah, so I'm not I've a never, card player. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to play spades. But I know it wasn't Uno. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that line. So Tay's like, "No, you've been dipping out on Mia for a while," and he's saying that the cure to promiscuity is marriage. That's so true. Okay, that's so true. He's saying that when he's married to her, he'll stop cheating. So he's been cheating this okay. entire time. So you think he's still cheating? Yeah. Oh. Yes, I well, think he Oh, that's just, an interesting well, read. I don't, I don't that read. is what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> no, and I but can I, tell... And no, let me tell you something else about women. I tell you, and this is what I love about this movie, because you want her to be fragile and nice, but she's the most shadiest person in the entire movie. Mia is. I'm well, sorry. I know that's your girl. Actually, Harper's the most shadiest person in the no, film. No, but Harper wrote a book about his stuff, because in t- I feel like, to me... Hit the fame and fortune and him succeeding overrode the fact that his friends will find out that he's a dirtball. Like, I don't think he even cared at some level. He didn't even care at some level. We'll get into that. But no, but he didn't. Wait, because he wanted are you on book. my side that he's a garbage person? No, I know he's a garbage person, okay, but we right, knew that right. he was a garbage person. He knows that he's a garbage person. And everyone else who read the book knew. But I'm saying that. People forget about Mia. That she's also a garbage person. No, no, she's not a garbage one, but she is the most scandalous one in the entire movie. No, how she's do you not. not? Oh my god! She, how do you... I'm gonna tell you why. She's yeah, I not. think Harper's more scandalous than she is. I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you definitively why she's not more scandalous than her than than Lance because because like I said, she she for whatever reason forgave him for whatever motivation. Okay, and then she slept with Duke, slept with Harper, mm-hmm. right? I don't one. I don't think that they were treating her as a fragile, fragile person. I th- what I thought they were treating her as a bride to be, whether or not you agree with it or not, and trying to keep the drama away right, from right. her. So because I don't think the movie paints her as a fragile person, because when she is confronted by uh, Nia Long's character mm-hmm. Jordan about it. She doesn't. She doesn't flinch. Oh, exactly. She's just, she's just like, yo, we shared something. Exactly. But that's we, we, my entire point. That's my entire but that's point. Not, but that's not shady because I'm not like okay. So I, I'm just saying okay. So look, 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 look. Oh, here, it here, is shady, but it's it is. Look, 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 look. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm no, telling you. Tell me. She said, "What did I say before?" I said, "Oh, good girls never tell." Remember, she said that line. Good girls never yes. tell. But remember, when she first met Lance, she act like she didn't even know who he was, which was a lie and then when she walks away she comes back and she's just like oh by the way you need to do this and this and that I'm like she knew exactly what she was doing yes and the and she knew by sleeping with Harper exactly what she was doing and that would be the one thing that would hit him the most like she hit him where it would hurt the most but she didn't tell him exactly my point my exactly my point. I still think Harper is worse than she no. is because that's his best friend. Like that's his, oh, so that's I don't know the bro code friend. stuff. Like I guess it's just like this. It's whole not even bro code. Like that's actually your best friend. Was were was it? Because you even said there's there's this underlying well, tension. That's and that is that is the 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 crunchiness because he wouldn't that have I done kinda it. Liked that that is right. There. And when you know it going, it's it's funny knowing it going in. It actually runs through it. 
Yeah. That that kind of there is this little and, and you know the thing that I love the most is that Quentin knows immediately. Oh like, God, yeah. Like you get the sense that Quentin has always, always known that known. there's this little bit about their relationship. Yeah, he may not have been able to connect all the dots. Right. But right. He, he 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 knew something. Yeah. Well, Quentin, like I love Quentin Terrence Howard's character because he's he's the conscience of this movie. Yes, exactly. He is. That's yep. what I that's he, what I like, and it, because the conscience. Will all, always tries to get you to be truthful about yourself because mm-hmm. I know I'm being truthful about right. Me. I know who the, I am. There was no hiding who he was right. at nope. any part in this movie, and you either liked him or, or loved him. And that's why I always one of my favorite parts is where Lance was like, "Yeah, you know, like Quentin's being Quentin, but you know what? He's always truthful." Yeah, right. and that, and yeah. and at the end of the day. That's what you want in your bull. Right. Yeah. And you know he's I mean? actually a good friend. He right. is a good, he's friend. a good friend. A very good friend. You know? Um, I still don't think she's as shady as Lance. I also don't... And I also don't agree that she's as shady. Because I don't agree that... I don't think she's as shady as Lance. Because if you want to buy in that, you know, whatever, whatever amounts of, you know, uh, uh, infractions she knows that he made... Um, Regardless of and whether or not she knows the women or has seen them or anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she has had to live with that. She's had to when it for whatever, however she's done it, reconcile that within her and move on. But I'm telling you, but she doesn't feel guilty about. Why do you think she feels guilty about it? Why do you think that she? This is what gets her through the day, right. knowing and, that I've slept with your best friend. So yeah. I don't care if you slept with this girl, this right, girl, this right. girl, this girl, because I I know something you don't know. She doesn't. Why? But why she does that make her shadier? No, because, because Lan- she doesn't feel guilty. Right. And there, Lance- there's no, there's no. I mean, even even when even when Nia Long's like, uh, uh-uh, sister, like, I know something went down, and she's just like. Oh, you know, girl, girls never tell. What we have is special and nice, and that's all you need to know, girl. Because I'm not telling you nothing. You know, she, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, true, because she has a bigger mouth than um, Harold no, Perrin knew. No, but I'm just thinking that she said is what I needed. It's what I wanted. Right. I'm telling you. I'm nothing. telling you. Everyone right. thinks like, oh, and, she. And Lance is. I, I mean, don't act like you've never met that guy. Like, I'm going to sleep around, sleep around, sleep around, sleep around. And then when I find the good girl or this girl, I'm going to commit to her. Now, what I thought was a bit of a cop-out that you see in The Best Man Holiday, but you have that little bit of grit in this because it's untold, it would be more realistic if he continued this behavior after he got married. Mm. Because, you know. Even in The Best Man where he says, oh, marriage is the cure for promiscuity. And everybody is like, that's not how this works at all. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. But, but, you his, know, but his face. Everyone knows that guy. See, I don't. See, I saw The Best Man Holiday. And, like, you know how every movie has kind of, like, this, like, energy to it. Like, this, like, um, feeling, this feel, mm-hmm. you know. I didn't like the feel of The Holiday. Like, I I saw it once. I was disappointed. I never saw it again. So I can't even like reference what you're saying right. here. But to me, I if he wasn't cheating on her after marriage, I get that. I feel like his character wouldn't cheat after marriage because 
his faith and belief in God and his and him putting his parents 30 year marriage on a pedestal and not wanting to like her to leave him. You know, because he's like, no, like I'm t- like, I feel like so he you was believe fit. his conversion at the end of the best man, even though I now do. you have me thinking that he was cheating, cheating on her way up to all oh, absolutely. And because he was sowing his wealth and come, he was a man who was encouraging um, up until the he engagement. Was, we, we uh, yes, right, yeah, right. But, because yeah. at the engagement party, he makes a right. yeah, exa- note exactly, exactly, but. He was the one encouraging, even though he's so funny. His character is like so interesting to me because, in one breath, he says, Oh, um, Harper, cheat on your girlfriend. Right. And the same breath, he's just like, Oh, but my faith in God. It's like, Hold up. Like, yeah, that's, wait, yeah, I'm that's so why I didn't believe but, that. But, that but, but, but that's, that, that's, but that's the world, though. Yeah, I that's think the that's, the, yeah. that's the world. That's. Yeah, and this is definitely my. I, I realized today this is my favorite Morse Chestnut role. Me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like Morse Chestnut this. is sort of professionally good looking, and like that's all he ever really does. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he he actually has a bit of a character in this. He does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Like I liked him in the flashbacks. You know, he had a you know yeah. a little bit of humor to his performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but yeah, I'm I've I've not liked Harper since. I saw this the first time, like in between sleeping with your man's girl and then keeping that a secret and then writing about it and then going ahead and being the best man. And then you propose to your girl at the reception. I, that I cannot stand. I'm like, that was cannot. the height of bad taste. <laughs> yeah. See, see, Negro, that... are you really, do you know how much these plates cost? <laughs> I didn't. I did not like that. I, I didn't also, like that either. I did not like that. I mean, showboat in my as, joint. It read as a false note, but it also read as a false note for Sanai Lathan's character to for saying yes. Yes, but she loved. But no, she did love him. She did, but for her, I mean, she basically just got there. Right. Yeah. Basically, just got hit with this. Yeah. Yes. This maybe is the Saturday before, yes. and you know, and she's worked it out. Okay, mind you, while she's had to kind of without checking Jordan to her face, check Jordan yeah. in front yeah. of Mia. Yeah. She did, but I think that moment was more just for her, yeah. as opposed to about her and Harper. So. I don't feel like I don't feel like that moment was earned right there. Not for her character. Well, I think it was very in character for Harper. Yes. Though. Oh, oh no. it was. Like, this oh, yeah, is yeah, yeah, very yeah. much some Harper stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Self centered. Yes, yeah, self centered. Totally. Know. Yeah. And that's why I kind of feel like that's what draws those two together. Those two characters together. Her, him Harper and Robin? and Robin. Really? Because Robin is like, I think you read it or you read it earlier. I can't remember. But um, Flighty, right? Well, so she, she has flighty. all those different yeah. variations and stuff. But she's, 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 she always makes excuses for her perceived shortcomings. Be- like so like he's the perfectionist and she's trying to aim for perfection so it's kind of like a teacher student type of thing with him I feel because remember he's always encouraging her to find her 
her path. And I can see someone like that falling for someone like Harper, who kind of has it all together in a nice package. Right. You know what I mean? That's and true. And I feel like she would say yes in that moment because she's just like, yeah. I've got, because even- And I win over this heifer. <laughs> Because there is a bit, I think you're right, there is a bit of that, you know, let me check her real quick. Yes, I'm telling you, like, uh, it's classic. Now, but again, if it's open-ended, the way it's much like I said, Lance, in my mind, for 13 years into the Best Man Holiday came out. Oh, yeah, well, he he continued to cheat on her, though. Mm -hmm. Open-ended like that with that very dramatic proposal, you don't see them get married, though. True. So I think that it's fair based on the film that you just watched for two hours to think that this <clears throat> engagement falls apart two weeks after mm. this film ends. Mm-hmm. Or or it's a significantly long longer engagement. Exactly. Right. Okay, that's okay, that's fair. So you know. That's fair. That that that's fair. I'll I'll give you <gasps> but that. But you realize he only proposed to her after um Neil Long's character was just like, she's the one. Yeah. You should marry her. And he's like, okay, I guess I lost you. So, all right, will you marry me? <laughs> like, because he was absolutely going to cheat on his girlfriend and yeah, sleep with Neil totally. Long. Except, you know, Lance, Molly, I mean, Lance beat him down. Yeah, I was happy about this that. Is a, this is actually a pretty brutal movie, movie beating. It was. Um, what I liked about watching it this time, and I, I think I felt it the same way every time I've seen it, but it's been a while since I watched mm-hmm. this movie, was that that violence that comes, Yeah, it's surprising, but you feel it building. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, and and it, it's a dramatic turn that is earned. Oh, absolutely. And, and I really, I, I appreciated that, like, oh, yeah. You know what? Yo, I'm here. And it was realistic. I'm up on it. Right. Like, this is a professional football player who has just been betrayed. Yeah. Right. And now, because, you know, just to make it real guy stuff, there is no beat down like the dude that gets beat down when he's drunk. Very true. true. Like, I had forgotten about that part. I was was like, oh, right. He was drunk. And that is always an ugly beat down Mm -hmm. when the drunk guy gets beat up. Yeah. Yeah. Per that scene, real quick, just just think it's worth making note. I I, I think we saw um, your friend and ours, missionary Dorian Mystic, in the background. In I believe what? I, I, believe, I, I you... believe that's Dorian Mystic in the background in of the... that. So you know, Dorian, when 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 you when you hear this, let, let us know for sure. I was like, is that Dorian? I think we saw. I think we had a Dorian sighting. Yeah, so in the back of the movie. But yeah, that that's a great scene, and that's a great Quentin scene. Yes, I love that it's smirk. It's a great Quentin scene. Oh my gosh, I love that smirk. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but he has so many scenes. Yeah, like 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 I said, this is a career defining moment for yeah, Terrence. Howard. Absolutely, I don't I agree. think Terrence Howard has ever been as good. I don't care what all you Empire fans who think he's 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 rewriting the. What the was book. that movie that they won? Um, I don't. Yeah, the the that? Oscar. Yeah, yeah. I think he's better in Hustle and Flow. Hustle and Flow, yeah, Hustle and Flow. Mm, but, I have to see it again. But I think he's just that good. He was yeah. good in Hustle and, and Flow. He was good because he's great man. in this. Yeah, oh, he's great. He is absolutely yeah. Yeah. steals the movie. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. Terrence Howard quietly is out acting 
everyone, everyone yeah. in this film. Because I like Tay Diggs, but you know, eighty percent of Tay Diggs is charm. It is, and that smile. We keep forgetting to talk about merch. The the Harold Perrineau. Yes. <laughs> and I love the scene with between him and Quentin. And he was like wanting to call Shelby, and he's like, "Can I borrow your phone?" He's just like. Who you calling? Like it was just like yeah. I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah. And he's just like, no. He's like, no. No. No, no. we're not doing that. Right. And yeah. he's just so I don't know. There's I just I like he has a lot of scenes like that where he was just like, okay, no, I'm the man I'm putting my and foot down. It's not happening. Sa- in that same scene, you spoke earlier about the fashion. I dug what he was wearing there because he had the yeah. little beanie hat on. Yeah. I'm telling you, they I I liked a lot of Nia Long always looks great, but I feel like her, even her like iconic like short haircut. Seriously, I wore my hair like I would wear my hair in curls like that. Oh, you know <laughs> how many curls, women like, yeah. um, Nia Long was a fashion icon, yeah. hair wise for years. I, I was chuckling because you could tell that there was some type of committee meeting. Where they had to figure it out. I'm pretty sure they probably brought in some scientists. How long can we have Nia Long in that lingerie? Oh, that was nice. Without the film exploding. <laughs> like you could tell, like I'm sure there was there's some clips of her without the robe on. And they said, No, that's too much. Put a little robe on her. <laughs> okay. That's about because She's only in, like, I always forget that she's only in it for what? A, like, how long is the scene when she's actually in it? 14 seconds. <laughs> no, but the scene it's is long. No, no, because remember, because that's. Well, when she... they show her, though. Oh, because for a right. lot of it, the robe is closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's, she's sitting, sitting on the couch. Right, yeah. true. And, you know, yes. and, and because yeah. I am someone who was very dedicated to our craft here on the Michelle oh, right. Mission, okay. I paid special attention <laughs> to it. Yes, yes. So did I. It was 14 seconds. Because. <laughs> Wait, what color like, was it? What color was the lingerie? Does anyone do? Oh, remember? It's, it's like a plum color. It's oh like my a plum god! Color with yes. a little net high, high on the waist. Yes. Right, right, and high on the waist, which what? is why I think she had yes. the robe on because it was probably a thong. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it's sort uh, of like, did you ever see um, this uh, Christmas? No. Where Regina King is down. Regina like, King is in. Is in like, we'll be back to the Michelle mission exactly. after this know. break. But I think it comes bit. out of nowhere. Like you're completely unprepared, mm-hmm. and then it's like, damn. But you know what? And then they have to kind of like, keep it modulated because it's been six months. She's like, it's been six months since she's had it. Oh, I love that scene. And maybe one of my favorite Neil Long scenes. Right? It's Don't a you good love that scene. scene? She, she's like, she at least you're it. getting some. You know, like, I love that scene. You she's like, but, but, you know, give the drama some. Neil Long looks great. Yeah. But for the ladies, there's more than enough eye candy in here. Oh, yeah. my there's gosh. There's the famous scene of mm. Tay Diggs in his boxers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there, there's this. Mm. And 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 for, for Morris Chestnut is acting a little bit, but he is professionally good looking in this. He is professionally yeah. good looking, and he has made they've made sure to put him in clothes that accentuate his good lookingness. Yes, um, from what I've been told, <laughs> a lot of women enjoy him in this film. Um, uh, and and this was the first time that I really noticed, like to your point, mm-hmm. not only the the makeup of it, but the cinematography of it, mm-hmm. and. I think even more so than even in Spike Lee films, this film just 
really accentuates the richness of being a black person. Exactly. The browns are beautiful. The browns are so beautiful. It doesn't matter what your shade is, you are popping. And they're all different shades too. Like every spectrum of black people like was covered here as far as like complexion. I loved it. Oh my god, I love this movie so much. I I really did I really did uh appreciate that part. Regina Hall doesn't have a whole lot to do. No. But no, this but is her coming out part. And it's a nice scene. Uh, we mentioned her earlier. I've always, you know, not so much a fan, but I'm fascinated by Melissa D'Souza's career. Because she's always like on the outskirts. Melissa D'Souza, who plays Shelby. She was who Shelby. Shelby. She was hilarious. But she's in a couple of these sort of projects where she's like the third girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And she never quite broke through. Mm. And the why. other thing about this film that that I always point to is like you have this great meeting of the it girls all in one scene. So it's like Monica Calhoun was like this kind of first wave girlfriend in a lot of these films. And then Neil Long is it. And then Sanaa Lathan is on deck. Oh, and they're I see all what you mean. here well, that's together. True. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I see what you mean. Even though I don't, I don't, maybe it's just me. I don't remember Monica Calhoun having a moment. Um, it always was like went to Nia Long, right? Um, she, but definitely, Sinai Lathan was yeah. on deck. There was also there was one little very small. It's a small thing, but I appreciated it watching this film because Sinai Lathan is not a short woman. No, and I appreciated that they allowed her, yeah. especially in the wedding scene, to be taller than Tay Diggs. Yeah, oh, right. Because yeah. very often, like. You know, Tom Cruise doesn't let this happen. No. Right. You know, and I, I, I like that. She's yeah, still the implication is she's in heels, but right. but right, Tay Diggs is not a, a really tall guy. No, so, yeah. no. And it was just a subtle thing I noticed. Yeah. And I was like, huh, I like that. Speaking of subtle things, you know what I really like about this movie? It's so weird. I picked it up today, but I'm like, oh, I like that he does that, right? So it's kind of like this off-screen thing where you, you hear their conversation and then... They focus on a group, another group with another conversation, but you hear the end of their conversation off screen. Do you realize it's just me? What scene are you talking about? Almost every scene he does it. So, like, think of a scene like um, at the bar. At the when they're at the bar before we see Lance, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you know Quentin's over here. She's talk- Nia Long is talking to Quentin. We see Lance, but then you can still hear them talking when Tay goes up to Lance, even though they're off screen. Right. right. Oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can I, you hear Harold Pernod and um, Nia Long he, talking. But you right. hear. But he does it almost in every scene. This mm-hmm, is something right. that he. I really like that. I'm like, oh, I like. That. Yeah, that, that, I don't know what it is. I yeah, really—it's yeah. a small thing, you but know what? I like it's the that. Vermissa, what's that? Vermissitude? The the vermissitude? The vermissitude? Ver, ver, it's a, the, like the, it's a eighteen letter word. Like, yeah, vermissitude. Uh, whatever. It's uh, the creating the, the full the sense of of full space space. Yes. Yeah, you know and that's what that they're not just walking I'm, to another right, place. Exactly. Like no, you're still in that you're same still in space. That. Right. That's what I like yeah, about absolutely. it. I yes. love that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I didn't like know that. there was a word for it. Okay. I'm thinking like, oh, it's, it happens off screen. No, like, no, 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 so, no, no, no. Yeah, no, like that, that is that is cool. No, that is cool. Again, this Malcolm Lee is a very assured filmmaker yes. from the very, you know, beginning. He is an assured filmmaker, but looking at his filmography though, 
Um, you know, you've got the best man, you've mm-hmm. got undercover brother, so roll funny. bounce, welcome home Roscoe Jenkins, soul men, and then he really doesn't yeah. pick pick up truly on the reins in a mm. in a good way to me until girls trip. Yeah. Girls trip was amazing. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. That oh, was yeah. so funny. Under I liked under I'm looking Undercover, Undercover brother? brother was so funny. Funny it is funny. It's oh my so god, much it was better funny. than it should have been, and True. a really interesting story too about it. Yeah, yeah, it was so funny. But everything, Roll Bounce was cute. I, I um, like Roll Bounce. You know, rock solid. Yeah, it was cute. Eh, it was okay. a cute movie. Yeah. So. And what was the other? Welcome one? Home, Roscoe Jenkins. I don't, I don't know, know if, if I've I ever saw seen that. that. Yeah. I think that's the movie with um, it's Martin Lawrence. Martin so. Lawrence and Cedric the Entertainer are in that. Hmm. And I think I think interesting. Uh, I think. Uh, he oh. was the writer too, the writer for because I know he was the writer and director for the Best Man. Was he also the writer for the rest of? Does it say? Uh, let's see. It's but an interesting. He he directed Undercover Brother, okay. directed Roll Bounce. He was the writer director of Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins, uh, and then he doesn't write again until the Best Man Holiday. Right, oh. because Girl Trip, he's the director and producer. He's right, but as okay. a producer, you probably he probably had a hand in the writing, but just yeah. didn't take wasn't the whole writer. But um, well, I think the best man is his best writing piece. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that may be his best I piece. I think that was his. Um, um, and you you weren't a fan of the Best Man Holiday. Are you looking forward to the Best Man Wedding? Not the, if it's like the best man hall. I don't it, actually. I have to be honest. I should have watched it again, but I did not because I just know I didn't like it. Didn't she die was, in the end? I don't know. I I, I don't remember. Like didn't the best man holiday. Yeah. Oh movie? no no no. She dies. Yeah. I who, know. Who I dies? just. I didn't see the movie. Oh, Monica Calhoun's character dies. Yeah, Lance's wife dies. Because she movie. had cancer. It 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 it, it struck me as a. Is nothing but a cash grab, and that's why I didn't. Yeah, see I it. just wasn't. I it is, but it it's. I thought it was a fascinating, kind of tonal shift from the that's from the original. Didn't the like first about one. it, but I thought it was. You, you know, you, you know, and, and and in full disclosure, I'm approximately the same age as these people. So, so you know, in 99, I was 28, 29. So, like, her, and then, you know, when this came out, I'm obviously older. It, like, it had, life had really settled in uh, a bit. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like, this is very sort of shiny. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's got this kind of sheen on it. You know, everybody is sort of, you, you know, they, they, their future is so bright, they have to wear shades. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be on Oprah. I'm going to have this future. I'm about to get this big contract mm-hmm. where we just got married, and now this is 13 years later, and people have either fulfilled their promise, maybe their their promise wasn't as fulfilled as they thought it was going to be, there are complications that come with just living a little longer, and I've, I have to say, when this went off, mm-hmm. I watched the first hour or so of the best man holiday again and watching it right after the best man i I thought i thought it was i thought it was a fascinating experiment similar to kind of what happens with the rocky movies 
how like each Rocky movie you get almost this different tone. Mm-hmm. You know, same characters, different tone. Mm-hmm. Or 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 you know, to really take it to flip it, kind of like the difference between alien and aliens. Okay. Where, you know, one is space horror yeah. and then one is kind of like an action movie. 80s gun porn. Right. But it's so so you know. Right, yeah. I don't know if I like it better. I don't even know if I'm recommending it, but I th- I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say earlier. I was calling it energy, but tone is the right word, yeah. right? And it's just a different tone, but it makes sense. But life settled in, but I don't think when life settles in, it has to be so dreary. Like I feel like it was like 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 the best man was a bright day, and the best and best man holiday was like a rainy day. Like I don't know. I just that was so simplistic, <laughs> but still. But it was just like so moody and like yeah, dark. like. I, it just didn't spark what the best man did in me. You know, but I, without having seen it, I can applaud the the attempt at doing something different with the character, yeah. trying to take the character someplace different. So because it certainly isn't as funny or as fun, right? It's not funny or fun. I'm not saying that everything has to be funny or fun, but why do the why do people? I understand, like, you know, age and we grow older, but why does it always have to be a turn for the worst right. in everything? Like, you understand what I'm saying? And I, and I, and I, that's why I like The Best Man because it gave me a breath of fresh air. It wasn't, it was a, it was just like a, a, a nice, like a, a movie about black people that was, you know, positive. Of course, there was some drama in it because that's what happens in life. Drama happens in life. But there was, like, a lot of high notes in it. And it wasn't, like, so sad and dreary. Not saying that that's anything wrong with it, but now, you understand what I- there were no black people addicted to drugs in the Best Man Holiday. So, so you did have that. Fine. <laughs> but I'm not watching it again. <laughs> I'm not watching it again. I think we, Once was enough. I think we owe it to um, point out about this movie soundtrack. Yes. Oh, yeah. Best soundtrack. Which peaked at number two on the top R&B hip-hop album charts back in uh, when it was released in October of 1999. Featured The Roots and Jaguar Wright. Yes, with sir. What You Want. Maxwell, Let's what Not Play want, The Game. Um, Bob Marley and uh, Lauren Hill, Turn, turn Your Lights down, down Low. The Best Man I Can Be with Case Genuine and Tyrese. But they didn't put the Stevie Wonder song in there. I was so upset when I got the soundtrack. They couldn't afford Stevie Let's Wonder. See, you yeah, I guess. Right <laughs> oh, you out of your mind. You know, I guess. Wishful thinking. Key of life anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Because remember, uh, Candy, cameo song, is yeah. not on the soundtrack either. Oh, yeah, nope. Mm-mm. So, it was sad on. Is that on Camatosis? Uh, that's on Word Up. That's on Word Up. You need to go out and buy Word Up anyway. Mm-hmm. Eh, that, mm-hmm. Not a cameo, man? I don't mind cameo. I think that album, which admittedly is probably their biggest album. Yeah, that's their biggest hit. It doesn't age well. Okay. I don't think they're You know what? Age well. I like that song. I agree with you. That's why I say Camatosis. I'm a Camatosis man. I have no idea about. I, I wasn't that big of a camera. No, 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 no. I, th- I do think. I'm, I'm sorry. We've now drifted, drifted. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. But I do know because uh, Mariah Carey. <laughs> 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 what? 
<laughs> Whatever. Go, go ahead. <laughs> Mariah Carey. Mariah yes, Mariah Carey. She has she cover she doesn't cover the song, but she uses it. She samples it. Samples which um, candy? Oh, well, a lot of people sample candy. I know, but that's whatever. What I'm not <laughs> that's saying. That's the song. I, that's the one I like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I know. And they were in the vi- the video with her. Oh, when, okay. So I know them from that, but I don't know. I don't know anything else. What other songs do they sing? Cameo? Yeah. Word Up? You know that song. Word, Word up. up. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, got it. That's all you need to know. Okay. <laughs> you don't need to know anything else. Hey, I want one. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't, you don't share with the class? Oh, they're, they're, they're here. He's, he's... But they were hidden. Ooh, no, they weren't. So right now I'm getting a Hershey's. Yes, eat out of Star-Lord's head. That's fine. Hence the choker. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> In the back of the lake house <laughs> after my daughter goes to sleep. <laughs> With a bottle of champagne. You keep now, adding on to it. And honey oh, whiskey. You bite into that. that is singularly, you know, the best piece of chocolate you will bite into because that is a Hershey's. Um, hey, man, don't be advertising for free. Hershey's ain't paying us. A <laughs> Hershey's extra creamy milk chocolate with toffee. I like the toffee. And almond. Yeah, it's really good. About that free advertising, let Hershey Hershey pay us. Well, it's actually really good. It is. It's satisfying. (laughs) I've said nothing. So, you would recommend the best man? Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. It holds up. It wears well. Uh Um, I was actually surprised at how much. Because like you, Vince, you know, Morris Chestnut is worn thin on me. In in. Since this film, um, Tay Diggs, I'm I'm still a fan of Tay Diggs, but like you say, he is all charm. And to be fair, Terrence Howard's act is actually worn thin sure. on me. But so I was like, oh, am I going to be bringing some of those developed prejudices into rewatching this film? Mm-hmm. And I fell right back in love with it. Yeah, yeah. and I, I really enjoy it. it's a good it's a good film. And you know, for people who became fans of all of the imitations yeah. to this oh, movie. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, including just a movie that ends in a line dance. <laughs> Watch how it can organically be made into the film. Tyler Perry. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> what movie is this? <laughs> Don't, what movie are like, you talking you, about? Any of his movies. Right, you can't even. There's always like a random line dance. At the end of every freaking movie. And all of his all of his movies aspire to reach the points that this movie does. Even with the subtle spirit, spirituality and Christianity yeah. brought into this brought into this movie. Nothing is is you're not beat over the head with anything in this movie. The storytelling is very it's very mature, yes. adult, deliberate, subtle when it needs to needs to be except no other. Yeah, it is the best a, man. Yeah, it is a blue chip property. Yeah. Like like if you if if I don't you, think Tyler if, Perry movies are funny. If you like black <laughs> films, you you need to see the best man. And yeah. you need to own the best man. Cuz like you said, it's Yeah, I own it. It's, it's sort of a foundational yes. film. So do I. Get it? <laughs> Not a bootleg copy either. No, no. a real copy. Boo, of boo, bootleg. Boo, bootleg. <laughs> no, we don't do bootlegs here. No, 
No, no. But that is another thing about Tay Diggs. See, that's my hate love thing because because not only does you know he have the chemistry with me along, but then they they're dancing the ass by Stevie Wonder, which is like literally my favorite song of all time. You you know they were just acting, right? Tay Diggs don't like Neil Long. Oh no, yeah, he wouldn't even date her for real. Oh really? I didn't know this. Well, no, y'all can't just drop this nugget. What? 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 Oh no, he likes women. I no, no, yeah, right, right, right. Oh. No, no, no. I wouldn't say he doesn't no. like women. Oh, oh, because oh, yes, yeah. I forgot about his yeah, 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 yeah. The he has preferences. Woman, well, yeah. is it his preferences or is it actually because he's married? No, he's not married to her anymore. Oh, so is he with someone else? Oh, but hey, man, you ain't got to worry about Tay Diggs and Neil Long. That's all I said. Right, they were acting. I love, I love that Stevie Wonder song too. I love this song. Yeah, that's my favorite song. I know every word. Prove it. As around the sun okay. of the earth, no she's all right. revolving. All right. And the rosebuds know to I'll put salt down. Says, hey, don't love the cure. Yes. You can rest your mind assured. This episode will be going on always. always. <laughs> and today I know I'm living but tomorrow. Because I've been sitting here since yesterday. It's so long. For I know deep in my mind the love of me okay. I left behind. And now I'll be loving you always. Mm. Until the dun 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 Yeah, yeah, choke on that. Always. And then the record skips and that ruins it. No, that makes it. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That made it for me. Yeah, that was perfect, though. This movie is so great. It is so great. It's so great. Could you imagine, like, how it feels to, like, write something like that? Like, you just know that you have something, like, oh, my God. I don't know. I just think about the creative part of it. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. Like, how do you think that feels to actually, like, know that you produced not even just wrote a piece of work that is like this great well you know i mean it's on a smaller level but it's one of those things when you are creative and you do something and you put it out there and you get the feedback from somebody yeah that's the wind underneath your wings yeah yeah so and for malcolm lee and for all of them i think that's the the uh, the draw to do something like the best man holiday and the best man wedding, which is soon to come from what I hear, l- at least looking at the IMDb, because you want to return to that. You're, yeah. try- you're trying to recreate that, you know, and part of it's a cash grab, um, but, you know, you're trying to recreate that magic. But, you know, they had it at this one time and it will stand for all of time. Absolutely. The best man. The best man. Tia, thank you so much. For yes, us. thank you. This thank has been a you. pleasure. Thank you. It's been fun. Oh, thank good. you so much. I've had a blast. We have had a blast as well. And if people listening want to like, oh, you know what? I like that Tia who was on the Michelle mission. I want to hear more from her. How can all they find right. you? What's your social medias and stuff? So, and stuff. No, my social media. So it's Millennial High on IG, Millennial High on Facebook, and it's Millennial underscore High on Twitter. Um, and if you're in Philadelphia, 106.5 FM every Sunday from 12 to 1. And if not, you can stream it at phillycam.org slash listen. And is there any place where people can check out past episodes or anything like that? Absolutely. So, um, Sookie. 
<laughs> Sookie, Sookie, I'm not I'm not I'm not aware of that app. Is that a new app that people can download? So no, if you go to my um you can listen to so if you go to my IG, so Millennial High, mm-hmm. my link in bio, you'll see um you'll have access to all my past episodes. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. So I have like the I always keep the latest three. And then once you click into one, you'll have it'll take you to my uh, Spreaker account or the um, iHeart podcast. Okay, so you can go to Spreaker or iHeart Radio yeah. and, and mm-hmm. find Millennial High. Yep. So there right. you go. Cool. So there you go. That's cool. That's dope. That's dope. We, we, we got to get on. I don't think we're on. No, we are on Spreaker. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. We're everywhere. We try to be. That's nice. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, this has been fun. This show will be available come the morning on, um, where will it be? On MichelleMission.com. Yes, definitely there. As well as on (laughs) iTunes, SoundCloud, Spreaker, um, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and any place and every place that you find good podcasts, as well as the Michelle Mission is a proud member of the Podglomerate family of podcast curated just for you go to the podglomerate.com to check that out um go to our website michellemission.com and you can check the links you'll see michelle mission which has all of our shows you'll see spock adjacent which has our our love letter podcast to star trek and then right next to that you'll see something that says musings which is our new blog yeah that we've got and Mm -hmm. vince has a fun blog that people seem to be enjoying oh good vince did a blog about his love for that lady on the popeye's chicken commercial henry the popeye's lady yes it's a cool it's a cool little read yeah check it out what made you think of that? No, I did read it because I just had to understand what was happening here and what I was getting myself into. But no, <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I wanted to ask you, what made you think of that? I really did think it was remarkable. I, I really do think she's remarkable. No, but I mean, like, at what point in life, in your life, did you <laughs> think that, you know what? She's actually really great. Probably by, by the third commercial. Like, once I realized she was actually going to be the spokesperson, because, you know, I kind of pay attention to these things. Yeah. And, and, you know, at first I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they actually have some black people in a fried chicken commercial. Let's see how this goes wrong. Mm. And then it didn't. Right. So then I started paying attention. And it really did become, I mean, like like I wrote about, it's it's amazing to me that you have this ad campaign mm-hmm. when so many ad campaigns treat us so badly. Mm. And somehow she has figured out how to thread this needle. And, you know, we can't really talk about it on here as I'm talking about it on here. <laughs> but it's the type okay. of thing that I thought it was Fine. worth talking about for a minute. So check it out. Go to michellemission.com slash musings and you will see Vince's blog about I love that lady at Popeye's. Plus, I'm always looking for an excuse to talk about when Hammer was making fried chicken commercials. (laughs) Yeah. We actually got the Hammer commercial in there. Yeah, I saw it. I I cannot believe this (laughs) Negro is dancing with fried chicken. See, but what's, what's worse? His commercial... Or Mary J. Blige's commercial. Mary J. Blige has their fried chicken commercial? And that is my point. Exactly. That's exactly what I said. You just proved my point. 
She eternal sunshine of the spotless mind and all of <laughs> Black what? people, this is an undeniable fact about black people. Mary Jage Blige is Teflon with yes, black people. She is. We love her so much that when she does something like that, we all immediately forget it happened. It never happened. It never happened. <laughs> you never... said Mary J. Blige had a chicken commercial? Never happened. Never happened. Yes, she did. Wow. It's on, it's on the yeah. um, I didn't know. It's on I the saw blog. the MC Hammer one. Uh-huh. All right, well, I need to check. I'm going to check uh-huh. it out again. Remember when she was singing to Hillary Clinton? Oh, yeah, I remember. See, you're one of the few people who does. Yes, I do. It never happened. She was singing to Hillary. I'm telling you, it is... It is the most what? bizarre Teflon. thing. Black people's relationship with Mary J. Blige is amazing. Yes. And if you want some more good Mary J. Blige, check her out on Netflix's The Umbrella Academy. It's on the list, so it's good? Yeah. It's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, I like the comic book better, but I, do, I am liking the show. All right. All right. We got to get out of here next week next on week? the Michelle Mission, ladies and gentlemen. The ladies from the Ladies Love Hip Hop Podcast. Yeah. Summer and Karen will be here in studio, and boy, have they got a movie for you. (laughs) Eddie Murphy. Okay. Martin Lawrence. Oh, wow. Really? And the late, great Bernie Mac. Wow. And our man, Bokeem Woodbine, in life. Wow. That's gonna be some good movies. <laughs> That's wow, uh, and I, I that may be the last good true Eddie Murphy movie. I know we argue about this. Is this before or after Bowfinger? I think this is before Bowfinger. You know, I'm a Bowfinger man, but you wait say minute, that there's it's an Eddie not. Murphy, that, wait, wait, there's an Eddie Murphy movie that I really like. It just came out on. And it's so good. He's like... Um, oh, Mr. Church? Yes! I loved Mr. Church. It made me cry. I haven't seen it yet. Me it's either. so good. You got it. It is so good. Now I have to check it out. Now you have to check it out before you have this next episode because you need a reference point because it actually is a really great movie. Right, right, really? Don't yes. Really yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. I'll see if I can find it. All right. But we got to get out of here, ladies we and gentlemen. Do. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Our show is also available as a radio show. <laughs> Got to get all these postings out there. We have I'm sorry. many, many streams. We do. You can check out our show in a very, very edited form every <laughs> Saturday uh, at 1 p.m. on WPPM 106.5 FM, People Power Media, Philly Cam here in Philadelphia and New Jersey. And you can wake up with the Show Mission every Monday morning at 9 a.m., WKDU 91.7 FM here in Philadelphia, the voice of Drexel University. Okay, that's it. He's Vince. I'm Len. In parting, we say. We'll see you when it's time to meet again. It's time to bid adieu. It's been a pleasure knowing you. I'll see you when it's time to meet again.